and I hope you like this show. Ooh, we're back for another episode of Sweet Gravy. And I was on the Instagrams, Carmen. Mm-hmm. One of the people on the, I don't follow a lot of people. I follow maybe like 50 okay. on the Instagrams. You know who one of those people I follow is? Who? Dr. Mad Vibe, Fishbone Soldier number one himself, Angelo Moore. And did you know what he shared just recently? What? He shared an image of him in the movie, in the uh, historical, um, culturally significant, um, uh, groundbreaking, Boy, what's the name of the movie? Break into Electric Boogaloo. Was he in that? He was. He, that, made, he, that makes sense. He showed some, yeah, because, you know, he was an L.A. artist and they filmed the movie in Los Angeles. Yeah, he looked like the movie. He looks like the movie, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, uh, so he posted some pictures and then on the last one it said, um, it, it, it had the lyrics to George Kranz's song, Dindada. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever they're dancing through the city and they're like, stop it. What? <laughs> stop doing that. That's the way we, the song goes. Every, everybody know. Everybody know. <laughs> everybody listening know. Huh? You think so? And you're a little bit off on the way the song go. It's going to freak people out. <laughs> Why do you think that? Because you're a little, you're a little. Uh, I got to put my own spin on it, Carmen. Okay. Yeah. That's a classic song. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, and I was like, ooh, baby. I had to I had to send a picture to Barnsey immediately because You didn't realize he was in the movie. It's, no. And you've seen the movie a million times. Oh man, I used to go on uh we used to watch it back in the day and then I would go on Facebook and I would just blow up the news feed of uh life lessons learned by breaking two electric boogaloo you know uh pizza solves problems uh life lessons break into uh electric boogaloo 157 you know um you don't have to shave shave your armpits if it's hot outside you know because there's a girl and she's like in the thing and she's got hairy armpits on there but it's like the 80s you know yeah that was more acceptable in the 80s uh Women were more natural than now. That's unacceptable. You cannot walk around like that. I think you, it's more acceptable now. I don't think so. I think, see, you're looking at it from one perspective, from your adult eyes. But the kids in high school with hair under their yeah, arms. Yeah, but in the, in the 80s, you have to realize they were all hairsprayed. You know, they were yeah. all primped up more. So, therefore, you know. Yeah, but it's more image imagery yeah. of girls with hair under their arms then than now. Now it's like taboo. Like, why is she doing that? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's oh, the you opposite. You think it's the opposite? Yeah. Well, I know that I can't. I have to shave under my arms. I have to shave. Period. It's it's gross. Mm-hmm. Hair holds smell. <laughs> it's, it does. Hair right. holds smell. So if you got hair under your arms, you're gonna probably be a a little more mustier. You're going to have to clean that shit up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. If you got hair down there, 
You don't have to clean it up. Or you're going to have to wash all the time. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. So I have a question that I've been uh, wondering for a couple days. We did a podcast recently with Zach. Mm-hmm. And... I'm pretty sure his bird shit on the podcast. I don't think so. I looked back at it. It is either a and feather. And I think it's a feather. It I think it jumped up. Yeah, because uh, the to get it on jumped his, on his shoulder. Onto his shoulder. Which is terrifying by itself. Right. And he was like, ugh. And then we saw this like black streak. Right. I think it was just a, a, a tail feather that we saw. But it looked like a the bird shit right on camera. Right. I was like, did that bird just... I noticed it when it happened, but I was just like, okay, maybe uh-huh. I didn't see what I think I just saw. Right. But it looked like a spray shit <laughs> right towards the camera. <laughs> it did. And we were both, you know, um, there were some technical difficulties with that episode. It's still a fun conversation, but, you know, uh, kind of jumpy, you know? Yeah. It's the, especially the new, uh, the new media stuff, the new Zoom um, when you're doing podcasts over video like that, so many variables, mm-hmm. making sure the Wi-Fi is on both ends is solid. Right. And uh, like one thing I noticed is when I talk to friends that's in California right now, their phones glitch a little bit. Right. So it's something, something's going on. Something's going on there. Yeah. And so whenever that happened, it kind of, the, uh, um, it stuck on that little streak that we saw. Yeah. Yeah, so, that could have been it. Right. Yeah. But it looked like a shit. Mm-hmm. It did. <laughs> I was like, because I stopped after it jumped up on his shoulder and I thought the bird shit on camera. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's too much, Zach. That's a lot going on, man. You got no, chickens. No, it's great. He loves it. Yeah, if you, if you live in the country and that is like way of life, it's pretty normal. Right. Especially when you have a lot of land. People have animals like that. Mm-hmm. And he was saying a buddy of his has one in the city and he has no issue. I guarantee you that guy's neighbors have a problem with that. Nah, I because don't. I grew up in the city and we had Arabic neighbors that had chickens. Mm-hmm. And they're fucking loud in the morning. Right. They wake you up early in the morning and it's it's very frustrating to the people around them. Right. For you to have chickens in the city. I guarantee you his friend is annoying all the goddamn neighbors. Nah, like, I don't what think the so. hell? I don't think so. I think. Can you imagine if our neighbor had a chicken? <laughs> might as well. I'd be fucking pissed. Uh, our neighbor might as well. It's a chicken. Dogs barking all the time. That's Attacks true. Attacks you. That's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, dogs are pretty, is one of those sounds that you get used to. Because right. growing up, you hear well, dogs barking. Well, you get used to a chicken, too. Nah, that's a that's a foreign sound to hear in the morning if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. But you get used <laughs> to it. Yeah. People get used to everything. That's true. We are very adaptable. That was my biggest question. Like, did his chicken shit on the screen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zach, you got some explaining to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it's really funny. I I don't think that I could be a chicken man. No, because you and me. Yeah, that's the reason. Yep. <laughs> You could have been a chicken man before we got together. Mm-hmm. You can't be a chicken man now. Right. Because I, I just can't. What if I came with the chickens, though? I wouldn't be with you if you had chickens. You'd be like, I'd be like, hey, why don't you come over? I'll make a nice uh, 
I'll make a nice carbonara, and you can uh, you can come over and we'll eat it, and and then you'll be like, oh, that's great, and then you know the dinner went well, and then you know a couple weeks later I was like, hey, why don't you come back over? I'll make you breakfast this time. Um, I'll make you some eggs Benedict. You're like, okay, that sounds great. He knows how to poach an egg. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, he can put the egg in the simmering water and, mm-hmm. and have it cooked just right. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. I, I think I, I got to see it, you know, because you're a cook lady. And mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I got to find out if he can actually do those things that he's talking about. Mm-hmm. And then you come over and you're like, oh, man, that meal was really good. And I was like, hey, why don't you uh, come out and uh, have some have some uh, a cappuccino on the on the on the patio and then you're like okay and then you're sitting there and then all of a sudden you see like a little piece of corn a little piece of corn or corn seed on the on the ground and you're like what's that for and then you then you see a little chicken go <laughs> <laughs> uh, i would probably leave and be like uh <laughs> you'd be like i gotta i gotta oh my phone yeah. Oh no. oh no! You do the you do the trick. I text Latrice and be like, "Bitch, call me and say it's an you emergency." You call me now. Call me now. Say it's an emergency. Hurry the fuck up. And then she called and be like, "Hurry up and get home." I'm like, "I gotta go. Something happened. Mm-hmm. I gotta go." <laughs> That's so ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. Did you ever have a Nokia? Uh, yeah. Uh, the Nokia, the the them little tiny bricks, they would vibrate so loud they were as loud as the ringer whenever they would shake mm-hmm. these phones today like they're I have, excessive yeah i have an otter box on my phone so it's got it's got a soft rubber around it and then the plastic around the rubber half the time when that thing vibrates i don't even feel it mm-hmm. especially if i'm wearing loose pants mm-hmm. don't even feel it vibrate with those nokias you had no choice but to feel it you know Loose pants as opposed to what? Tight pants. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> you like when if I'm wearing loose pants instead of the skinny jeans that I wear, like right? You wear boy pants. Yeah, but sometimes my, some pants are tighter than others. Yeah. If I'm wearing a, a a nice set of my 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 Levi's, Carmen. If I'm wearing my Levi's, they're a little tighter. They got a little bit tight, little little show off some some of that. Would would you some say that, form, that uh form fitting? Would you say that Levi's is the ultimate basic bitch pants? No. Just because I don't know what that is. What's a basic bitch? Levi's. You wouldn't say that they're pants for the basic bitch? What's a basic bitch? Explain this. I'm a basic bitch. Well, I just like to wear jogging pants. I'm pretty simple. I like to dress comfortable. And Levi's is something where it's it's not like a crazy designs. I'm sure they have some stuff, they but do. like most people who enjoy Levi's, they wear the the certain color. Like you see the dark blue Levi's. No, they come in like twenty different colors. Mm-hmm. A, they've got a million different types of fits. Mm-hmm. Like I like the five five nines, five six nines. Some people like the fi- hot buns and five oh ones. You know, you got you got different numbers, different fits. Whatever you want, boot cut. You want boot cut. You want taper leg. You want straight leg. What do you want? You know, no, you got to know what kind of jeans you want to get some Levi's. You can try on Levi's all day. You can go to the go to the uh, the mall and just get Levi's. You'll be in the changing room all day long trying to find your fit. 
I like in straight fact, leg jeans. That's it. Good to go. You go to the Disney Plus, and uh, Jeff Goldblum, he gets some uh, Levi jeans made, and they've got this machine that that patterns the jeans the way that he wants and puts tears on it if they want. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, you can't. Levi's are they ain't basic. It's crazy because I uh, the reason that I do like Levi a little bit is because they still maintain their integrity when all the skinny jeans came out. Levi still maintained their integrity. Why, I could still got skinny jeans also though. Right, but I could still get like this. Is what you don't understand when skinny jeans came out, all the stores that women went to, you couldn't find anything. It was a period of time where skinny jeans took over. And you could only get straight leg jeans from like Macy's and the bigger stores like that. Or if you went, or Levi's or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Old Navy still had the flare bottom jeans. Right. I don't care for Old Navy jeans anyway, but they still had things like that. But if you went to the mall or you went to any of these stores that women go to, everything was skinny jean. And I used to hate it. I would go shopping or my dad would take me or whatever. And he's like, all right, go pick out your clothes. And I spent all day looking through all these jeans, everything skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. So then I start wearing the army fatigue pants right? because they were the skinny jeans. Mm-hmm. Like that was a style for me for a while because I didn't want skinny jeans. So now things that have softened back up, now you can find more straight cut jeans and it's not all skinny jeans. But for a while there, women were having a hard time. It was literally like, the skinny jeans overtook the industry. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I never like tight jeans like that. I want regular fucking jeans. Mm-hmm. Not jeans that's tight around my ankles. <laughs> what the? Right. And they're cold. You get cold like that. You get cold and it rubs the hair off your legs? I don't have hair on my legs. Uh, well, if you did, it rub your hair off your legs? Mm-hmm. Because I know... That whenever summer starts and it turns into short season, the back of my calves don't have any hair. Mm-hmm. But then by the time it's fall and you got to pull out them jeans, I got some hair on the back of my legs. I don't think that um, anyone needs hair on the back of their legs. I think that's an area Except where... for a reason. Yeah, I guess. It's just because you're a boy, though. That's all no, it is. Women also have hair on their legs. Especially the back of their legs. Kirk, I don't grow hair on my thighs at all. Okay. Zero. I ain't got no hairs. I have hair bumps, but no hairs there. Mm-hmm. Where you have hairs there. Right. Because you a boy. Boys yeah. grow more hair. Yeah, but there are also women out there that grow hair on their thighs. Yeah, that's true. You can't They're say beast. that because you don't. Beast. Just because nobody does. Beast. There's also <laughs> men out there that don't have that have hairless legs. Beast. <laughs> Put them in a beast category. You What's think going on with you? Somewhere out there, there's a couple of this woman, and she's got the hairiest legs you've ever seen. And she's no, I've seen some wild shit. I'm being funny. I've seen some some wild shit. There's this woman. She's got the hairiest legs you've ever seen, but her spouse is a man that has hairless legs. Yeah, it's weird. And she's like, man. He won the lottery, that guy. He don't have to shave his legs ever. And she's got to do it like every other day. Yeah. I used to have to shave an ankle because I would get it taped all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, whew, difficult. Difficult? It's difficult to shave a leg, man. I couldn't do it. 
I I nicked and cut my whole thing. I think I lost like a quart of blood <laughs> trying to shave just my ankle, like like from my shin down. You know? Yeah. It was difficult, super yeah. difficult. And then the foot, you got to shave the foot too, because I got that little strip of hair on the top of my foot. If you get used to it once, um, you do it so many times. I've shaved my legs so many times that, uh, I know how it feels when you nick yourself. So mm-hmm. I try to avoid that. So it's uh, once you do it a lot, like you get a little better at it. Right. But the worst is women who have those beards and that hair that get underneath the neck, mm-hmm. underneath the chin area. Sure. Oh my God, I feel so bad for those women. It sucks. Mm-hmm. You have to walk around like that, and then you sh- when you shave it, people can tell you shaved it. They can see it. Uh-huh. Then the hair start popping back out, and then you scratching it. Now you, oh, my God, it's so fucking bad. I can't be like that. Uh-huh. You got to go get laser treatment. You got to do something. You got to do something. <laughs> you got to figure it out. Um. But we are supposed to be going to see Wayne in October. Yes. Are you excited about that? I am excited. So tell everybody about this, the whole significance of the Vegas thing. Is this something they do every year? Is that like the last stop for the entire tour and then they restart over again? No. No, I don't think. So we're going to see them for three nights in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that they do. They were going to do it last year. I saw them there at the same place um, in 2017. I don't know if they did it 2018, 19. They had planned to do it. 2020? 2020. Right. But didn't. And now that everything's getting back to you know normal, hopefully people vaccined, um, yeah. They're going to be doing it 2021. They got to be rich, right? Huh? I don't, I don't know. I'm sure they're comfortable. They got to be rich, though. What? Because they do all these shows, and they do shows over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again, and these shows have so many people at it. Yeah. They got to be making some type of something. The funny thing The funny thing is that uh, I, was, I was talking to somebody, and they were telling me that... Uh, um, a country man was like, "Oh, uh, rock stars don't put on good uh, musical shows anymore." Mm-hmm. And uh, but country people do—they put on a good show, which I'm sure is true. You know, if you like country music, you you know you go to a good show. You're like, "Man, that was a really good show." Yeah, or maybe you bias because you like the artist. It could be multiple things. Yeah, and they were talking about um. How um, this like one artist can go to a place and like sell out every night, and like how you know rock musicians don't do the same thing, but it's like got them. I remember in twenty in twenty seventeen mm-hmm. when Ween was you know doing doing their rounds every progressive because i saw them seven years that seven times that year Mm -hmm. i saw them seven times that year yeah you saw wing seven times seven times in one year yeah and uh each 
time I tried to get a ticket, it became more and more difficult. Because mm-hmm. their shows were good and then better. Uh, they have this cult following. And, um, yeah, it's crazy. I asked the guy that I work with, did he know about the band? He was like, I love them. But I wouldn't, if I didn't meet you, I wouldn't know about Wing. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where they have a cult following, but then once you kind of tap into the bubble, like now that I know you and you bring all these people out, that's like, I love Wing too. And I'm like, oh. Because I'll be wearing a, a my Wing hat. Yeah. And then people will be like, oh, is that Wing? Blah, blah, blah. And you'll be like, what? How do they know about it? And then you'll be like, oh, that's that's you. you no, once you show me the fan page, and we also went to the show in Boston. Uh-huh. Uh, I understand a little better. And also, I've seen concerts of theirs that you've showed me. Mm-hmm. And those fans are hardcore. Yeah. They know all the words. They're waiting on certain songs. They mm-hmm. follow. And that's pretty cool. Uh, I it was. Uh, I can't remember. So one of the things that Gene Ween does is he'll say, this is this song. And then he'll say, by Ween. <laughs> of course it's by Ween. We were at a Ween concert. Like mm-hmm. like as if people didn't know who they were watching. Yeah. Like or if it was a cover, but he's like, This is, you know, da 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 by Ween and everybody's like, Yeah, I'm super excited. By Ween. Yeah. Great. It's silly, but they don't care. They just want him to say something. Mm-hmm. They just want hugs from him. They can, want you, hugs. can you hug me and be my friend? Yeah. <laughs> It's pretty funny. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm pretty excited about these shows. Um, yeah, and you already have the. Uh, are we staying in a super fancy hotel? It's gonna staying? be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw. Uh, I told you when I went to that little field trip and we checked out those suites for my hospitality class. One of the main things I noticed in that room. That tub was so fucking deep. It's a jacuzzi inside the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't even need to go to a hot tub. I don't think tub. we're going to get a, a tub. No, I know. But it's, it's just cool to see those types of tubs. I loved every bit of it. Like, I would get a room there just because the tub is so deep. Mm-hmm. That literally, <laughs> when we were kids, that's what my dad would do. It's like, all right, well, we're not taking a trip this uh, year. But it's been some months. I want to take them to do something. So mm-hmm. he'd just take us and get us a nice hotel room. And then we would get in the tub. And we were small children, so we all could fit in the tub. It was like a little hot tub. Mm-hmm. And they would fill it up, and we'd just be in the, the actual bathtub. But it was so deep like a hot tub. Right. I remember shit like that. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it now, it's like, we were all in the tub with our swim clothes on. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know how silly that is? Yeah. But it's like kids are easy to please. That's right. So uh, they have imagination. And if you tell them something, they'll probably believe it. You guys want to get in a hot tub? We yeah. think that's a hot tub. Right. And it's a large tub. It's bigger than the one at home. We've never seen nothing like this. Mm-hmm. And maybe he didn't say it was a hot tub. Maybe like your brother said, oh, hot tub. And then mm-hmm. you guys are all like, yeah, hot tub. And then your dad was like, yeah, it's a hot tub. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Kids are easy. It's funny because uh, I talked to my cousin LaDonna on the phone, and her kids are getting older. I think she got an 11-year-old, a 9-year-old, and then an 8-year-old, mm-hmm. or 7- or 8-year-old, something like that. They're, like, right in a row. 
but um her kids they ask a lot of questions they're like why why did you go to the store or why did you go to the store and didn't tell us you didn't ask us if we wanted anything did you get this and Mm -hmm. where were you at for so long and she's like don't fucking worry about it. She's yelling at them, and they just want to know. Like, they're already growing up, and they just want to know why, why. They're at mm-hmm. that, that age where they're like, why this? Why that? Why this? She's like, they're getting on my fucking nerves. Had enough. They want to know too much. Right. Well, that's what kids want to, they do at that age. Mm-hmm. They don't understand things. So why is this like this? Mm-hmm. And sometimes things are hard to explain. Like, where do you go? Like you're not here. Where are you? Are you? And yeah. why are you? Why did you take so long at the store? The store's up your street, mom. Yeah, look here, Linda. <laughs> and she like I'm on the phone talking to Carmen. Who's Carmen? <laughs> yeah. So they want to know all these things, and they're young. So I don't. I mean, they don't know me to be their cousin because mm-hmm. they're. I don't know what to do with small children. No. Like my little brother, for example, talking to him is. His attention span is so small, so short, that uh, it's a pretty quick conversation. Hi, bye. I'm like, I, how am I supposed to get to know him? Mm-hmm. Like he's, and my dad, like once he get a little older, he have a, he'd be able to sit down. And right now he care about playing on this video games and all that right. shit. He doesn't want to talk on the phone. So, yeah, I don't know what to do with, with smaller kids, like my cousins who have kids now. It's like, hey, like. The last kid I was playing with, um, I was holding him and he was jumping all around and he was by the floor and then he jumped too hard and I dropped him on his face. Oh, no. And his mom was like, oh, my God. I'm like, oh, fuck. I just dropped his kid on his head. Mm -hmm. And he was screaming. His mouth was bleeding. But Mm -hmm. he did it. He jumped out of my hands. You did it, Carmen. You're the adult. I know. But I I didn't make him do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's been a wild child. Nope. I was like, oh, my God, I'm not playing with these kids no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. My kid playing days are over. Mm-hmm. And then Latrice was different. Latrice would uh, babysit our little cousins. And I remember one of our little cousins would come over, and Latrice convinced her that if she – she kept using the bathroom on herself, and my mom couldn't figure out, like, why is she – and she potty trained. Why she keep using the bathroom? Latrice told her that if she sit on the toilet, a shark was going to bite her butt, come out the toilet and bite her butt. Mm -hmm. So she would just pee on herself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why are you doing that to her? (laughs) It's so mean. Mm -hmm. She believed her, and she just used bathroom on herself. Right. It's like, Jesus Christ, Latrice. I didn't do that. That's harsh. (laughs) It's kind of funny a little bit. Mm -hmm. Pretty crazy. So we... um, this whole thing with Donnell Rollins been going on lately, which I I love every minute of it. Okay. So you always show me these different memes with Charlemagne and Donnell Rollins going back and forth. Donnell Rollins, he he goes and he puts people. He puts uh, he graphs. Fa- he face replaces Charlemagne. Yeah. From the Breakfast Club. Yeah. And DJ Envy. Puts their face onto other things, yeah, and and makes them look, uh, puts them in different scenarios. Yeah, he makes them look gay sometimes, or you, it could be anything. It could be making them look like a girl mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And for anybody who don't know who Dino Rawlings is, uh, he is Ashley Larry from the Chappelle Show. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole thing with uh, 
Tony Hinchcliffe is a comedian, uh, and he does this kind of. I would say, is it? Would you say it's close to like a variety show? It's a live podcast that he does. It's called right. Kill Tony. Right. And they travel around and they give like local comedians like a couple minutes to, um, like, perform. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. But they mix in a couple of um, veterans, and they also have, from what I understand, people there who roast as mm-hmm. well. And Dino Rollins got into a roast battle with a new comedian, and they made fun of his Dave Chappelle chain. He was wearing a, a, a necklace that had the Chappelle logo on it. Right. Right. And people, the guy made a comment, and Donnell didn't like that, and he pretty much <laughs> ran away from it. Mm-hmm. Well, he asked him to wrap it up. They said he asked him, can y'all wrap this up, like, multiple times, and everyone ignored him. And mm-hmm. then he just, like, walked off. But he got really upset because this guy said that. And so now it's this whole back and forth with him and Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just sent me a meme yesterday, right? It was, I sent you a screenshot. A screenshot of something he put on Instagram and it was just because um another podcast that you like to listen to the brilliant idiots yeah has Charlemagne and Andrew Schultz on it yeah uh they were talking about him mm-hmm. and you were actually li- how many times have you listened to that podcast now? like three times oh man it's so You're funny I, can't I, can't, I keep listening to the part about Dino Rollins because they if you mm-hmm. listen a little further they have more jokes where they come back to it mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, uh, he said, oh, um, because those two guys, they met from doing a, a show on MTV called Guy Code. Yeah. Where they would, like, just talk about, like, stuff. Right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they met there. I think they met from Friends of Friends or something, and then ended up, it just kind of came together. And uh, so he's like, just remember, it's Guy Code, and uh, there's a, he said that the fight's only begun or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, so Darnell Rollins, he's like, the, and the chain is swinging, and there's like some music lyrics playing. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the song was, but he's like, the, the, the war's just begun or something. Yeah. So what's going to happen? Oh, my God. He's, Darnell Rollins already um, go, goes at Charlemagne. Like Constantly. pretty heavy all day long. It's just mm-hmm. like pictures of him or videos of him with his face on, you know, other people. But the way that they get back at Dino Rollins affects him differently because mm-hmm. I feel like Charlemagne has a larger following, especially with the Breakfast Club and the Brilliant Idiots. He has a larger following than Dino Rollins right now. They're on the radio all over the place. And mm-hmm. every time he talk about Donnell on the radio, all these places, all these people driving in their car in the morning, he can reach more people. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of an unfair advantage. Right. Because Donnell Rollins, like, how can he really go after Charlemagne besides posting things on his page or... Mm-hmm talking about him in a stand-up routine that no one is going to hear but the room. Right. So how else can he go out? no Hannibal Burris. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what Cat Williams say? He said, uh, sex sells. This is Hollywood. He said, he says something. And he said, and that's the reason why you get a little rail or a Hannibal Burris. 
He said they ugly and no no girl would date them. <laughs> he was calling Hannibal Burris and and uh little you know who Lil Rel is? No. He's another he looks similar to Hannibal Burris. Oh, yeah? They're both ugly and he's like, Look at that. He was like, Now you know something wrong with that because Hollywood don't don't like no ugly men. They mm-hmm. want men that women want. And don't know women want them. Not even regular women want them, let mm-hmm. alone women in Hollywood. Yeah, but then look at Cat Williams. He's a little tiny man. I know. <laughs> He's but one of them too. I know, but he has that whole pimp persona, so uh-huh. it kind of gives him a, a pimp li- in distress. Yeah, it gives him a little bit of edge, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he is a very tiny man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like five. Foot. I'm caught between a pimp and a hard place. Cowboys <laughs> is funny. He's a good mm-hmm. one. So, um, I don't know what else. See anything else interesting this week? Have I seen anything interesting this week? There is a movie that I watched. Uh-huh. Are you looking at my notes? No. Okay. There's a movie that I watched because it's on the notes. Ham on Rye, right? Ham on Rye? Yeah. The movie's called Ham on Rye. Okay. And the reason I was flipping through the Netflix and the reason that I I wanted to look into it is because there's a novel called ham on rye mm-hmm. about a uh it's a it's a, it's a charles bukowski book mm-hmm. it's it's one of his henry chanaski books mm-hmm. and i was like ham on rye ham on rye i look at the thing it says a coming to age story of a small town and then i was like ham on rye that's a coming of age story but the, the movie has nothing to do with the book the book has nothing to do with the movie. The title's just the same, mm-hmm. and they kind—they uh, don't really explore the same subject matter. But the age group of the people in the thing are the same. Yeah, and uh, I found that frustrating because you could literally call the movie anything else. Like this book is an actually an established book. Charles Bukowski is a pretty famous. Maybe that's author. why they did it. <laughs> I know, and I don't like it. No, it's false advertising for sure. Uh huh. But uh, isn't, no, this is America, Kirk. Well, the thing I the I watched this, I did I did so much research on this movie because I uh I was intrigued by it. Right. I watched the movie. I watched it a time and a half. Okay. Uh, and then I watched some interviews where the direct writer director like he did an interview with like Michael Sarah. Mm-hmm. You know who that is? I do. And uh, they talk about the movie. And then they're at like a, a film festival where the movie was, if you look at the thing, it says it was released this year, but it premiered at a film festival like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pretty small micro budget movie. Yeah. And he was like, the, the reason, the movie, part of it takes place at a deli. Mm-hmm. Like there's like a big dance or something at a deli and you know one of the girls there her favorite sandwich they're like what are you into and she's like ham on rye and like that's the name of the the movie because that girl likes the sandwich <laughs> you were so disappointed. I was. I, I got so frustrated with this and it's, there ain't no Bukowski over here, huh? That's funny. And James Franco, at some point, was going to make a ham on rye movie. 
I don't know if he did or I know that there was issues. He was getting sued or something due to the rights of it. He didn't have the rights to. Yeah. I feel like everybody leave it alone at this point. Let's just leave it. Leave everything be. Ham on rye? Just move on. Move on from the ham on rye? Move on from the whole concept. Just... Concept so, of what? The whole Ham One Ride thing. Why? Because already one movie that don't got shit to do with the book is out. Don't make another one that got something to do. Now it's just too much. Uh huh. Sometimes you just gotta let it go. You gotta let it go. Yeah. Mm hmm. That does suck though. But this is the this is America, Kirk. We false advertise here. That's right. That Big Mac don't look like the one on the picture. Sometimes. Sometimes. Never. Very, yeah. Never. Once in a blue moon. No, the patties are too thin to look yeah, at. Like that's true. Ever look like the picture. Nothing. And then especially you get a double cheeseburger. You can't even see the burger in between the bread when you get it. Oh, man. It's pretty bad. Whew. <laughs> that's why you got to enjoy the small independent businesses because they'll show you a picture of what they actually made. Yeah. Right. True. Sometimes. That's why... Uh, you look at the social medias of uh, places and then you see their stuff. We went to um, a, a new place this uh, recently. We got pizza. Monty's Fine Foods. Yeah. And we got pizza. You got a mushroom pizza. You love just mushrooms on your pizza. Yeah. And they had it. And we got it. It's a, I think but it's a thing. People like mushroom pizza. Before we got there, right? Yeah. We looked at their stuff online. Mm-hmm. And everything looked exactly like it did in those pictures. It did, yeah. Right. Yeah, they did a good job. So, you know, you get those small independent places where people yelp about it. They they review it and all that. Nobody yelping about McDonald's these days because it's all out there already. You know what a McDonald's is? Yeah. Nobody yelping Burger King. <laughs> you know what Definitely I mean? Definitely not Burger, Burger King that fell off. I hate Burger King. It is, they're just not. Never my go-to. Mm-hmm. I'll go to McDonald's before Burger King any day. But you know what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. But, I mean, if you were to open up a franchise like that, you have guarantee, a guaranteed customer base already mm-hmm. in there. And you already have vendors and things like that. So it's kind of, if you're able to do it and have somebody run it, and you just oversee it, if you had the money to put up to literally take over one of those McDonald's in a busy area and all you do is own it and then you have your people in place. That's right. You could do it. Mm-hmm. It's just having the money to do it. Right. So that'd be cool though. Yeah, what is it? I like, support local what small is it? businesses. A quarter but... a quarter to half a million to open up a McDonald's franchise right now? Yeah. Whew. That's a lot. Right. But you could probably probably buy it for cheaper from somebody who already has paid the quarter a million who just looking to get out. Uh, yeah. It's a possibility. Especially when you get these McDonald's in these busted ass neighborhoods. They're like, fuck it. Yeah. Here, just take but it. If you're looking at that, you know, they're trying to sell for a reason. That's true too. Yeah. You know, so who knows? That's very true too. So I asked you this question and I want you to tell me um if I'm wrong or not. Okay. So I was at school uh, this week, and I'm walking outside. I'm walking to the chow hall to get me some breakfast. And a guy walks out of the security office. He ain't no security guard. He's just a regular old white guy. Mm-hmm. And he's Maybe like, he forgot his shirt that day. No, fuck him. I know security. <laughs> okay. The security guards there are all students and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're just walking around giving you tickets for smoking cigarettes on campus. Okay. Stupid shit. Oh, yeah. But um, 
he said, hey, ma'am, I had my mask down. It was on mm-hmm. my face, but it was down. And I'm looking at my phone, just walking along outside in the air, not inside of a building. Right. Hey, ma'am. Excuse me. Hey, ma'am. We wear masks on campus 24-7. On campus, we wear the mask, mask. 24-7. And I was disgusted 364 that he a week. even spoke to me in the first place. Uh-huh. I didn't want him to talk to me. Right. No one asks your fucking uh, for you to talk to me. Uh-huh. Don't talk to me. Right. And so I'm walking, and then he says that, and I say, okay. And then I keep walking. Mm-hmm. And I can feel him staring at me. I'm not putting a mask up. Right. So go call the police. Go off and do as you do. Do as you do. Right. And I don't got my student ID anyway mm-hmm. on me. So you can't get that either. But, yeah, do you think I was being stubborn? Um, or do you think he was being an asshole by even probably why speaking b- to me? a little bit of both. Um, I think I think it was probably both. I'm sure he maybe didn't, you know, s- try to be as rude as what you kind of make him out to be. That's how he said it. <laughs> but at the same time, um, you know, the whole mask thing, it's kind of like if you're outside. Leave me the fuck alone. Right, yeah. I mean, you know, if we're walking down the street, if I'm outside, I'm typically not going to wear it unless I'm like walking down a, sh- a street with a bunch of people on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I'm walking through an empty street, I'm not going to be wearing a mask, you know? Yeah. Like I see people on bikes and stuff and they're wearing it. I'm like that's crazy. I can't do that. No, it's you too know? much. Um, But if I'm in an area where like a parking lot, yeah, I'll throw it on, you know? If we were somewhere like walking around a LL Bean outlet, right. that's understandable. I mean, only thing, okay, we are at the school, mm-hmm. so if that's the rules at the school, I understand right. that part of but it. But you didn't like how he approached me. Approached you. Don't approach me and try to tell me what to do. Yeah, that's the thing is that people like to have that. People want to tell people what to do. They like to do that. Yeah. You know, and that's something that um, some people like to use the mask as like an ethical thing, mm-hmm. an ethical argument. Mm-hmm. Like I wear this mask for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Like this is this is me. I'm you know my martyrdom. I wear the mask for you. Mm-hmm. You know you should wear it for me also. Mm-hmm. Like how dare you not? You're not protecting me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that um, uh, that idea kind of gives people the the excuse to tell you to put it on, but I don't think it's good. I don't think that it's it's not horrible you know but also he went out of his way to tell you you're already you know what how far away are you i had i was already by the fucking chow hall i'm about to walk in already well see maybe that's the thing maybe he thought you were gonna go in with no he said it doesn't matter if you are on campus (laughs) and outside if you are on campus grounds, you mm-hmm. must wear a mask. I know, but how far away from you were were he? I walked past him. He wa- <laughs> how far away he, from you he were he? He walked out of the security door while I was walking towards the chow hall. So we walked past each other on the opposite side, like in two separate lanes, but walked past each other. But next to each other. Yeah, because he was in my space. I was walking outside <laughs> first. Okay. Bitch, walk over there then. Uh-huh. See, that makes more sense. It sounds like that makes you sound like you were... The guy had to be 70, 80 years old. If your life is in danger because you, like, 
this is how the world is. You're not going to have it your way every single time. So if you feel at risk, then stay your ass the fuck at home. Mm-hmm. You don't need to be out and working because they're doing an honor system at school. So you fill out the questions and say if you caught COVID or anything. Mm-hmm. I went to Detroit. And it says, have you traveled outside of Maine in 10 days? And I said, no. And I passed the check. So it's an honor system and everybody lying on that shit. <laughs> you don't know that. I guarantee it. Some people lying. I lied on there. <laughs> <laughs> just because you did doesn't mean everybody else's. No, I think just some like people... girls with hairy legs. You want to think <laughs> that everybody's the exact same as you, but they're not. <laughs> I'm not saying everybody, but out of a thousand students, you know, you're telling me that one person is traveled or one person has not worn a mask in a public setting or i don't know i, I guarantee you somebody is being deceived. i know but you're trying to make your what you do normal when it's probably not maybe not my advice is don't speak to strangers <laughs> yeah. keep fucking walking you don't have to approach people and say nothing like it ain't your business just keep it moving i was talking to my buddy will and um i was telling him that i wear like headphones like if I'm out or something, mm-hmm. which I do. Mm-hmm. Typically, I'll wear them in one ear, you know? Yeah, so you I'll can hear listen, around you. Listen to whatever so I can still hear around me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, he said, what if somebody asks you a question or something? <laughs> like, why would they ask me a question? Like, I don't, <laughs> what are they going to ask me? He's like, don't you think that that's weird that you would wear headphones, you know, in public? What if somebody asks you a question? Like, I don't want to talk to anybody that wants to ask me a question. If I yep. see you and I know you, I'll be like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. You'll take the T- headphones out. Take the headphones yeah. out, right? Like, but if you, I don't know you, I don't need the, what are you going to ask me? Huh? Am I registered to vote? Like, <laughs> they, that may happen. You know, like, like I, I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. So. This town we live in, everybody is so friendly and people just want to fucking say something. People just want to talk. They want to, whether it's good or bad, people want to speak to you and... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, like, even a job that I'm at right now, I walk in and everyone's like, Hi, Carmen, how are you doing today? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing fine. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, my fucking God, dude. It's too much. It's crazy. Like, isn't that crazy to be put off by the fact that people are being too friendly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're weird. I don't think I'm... I th- you're the same way. You don't <laughs> understand why someone would ask you a question and while wearing headphones is stopping. Like, yeah, don't ask me a question. You're the same exact way. Huh? You just want to do you. Yeah. And you don't want anybody to bother you. No. Yeah. Never. I'm not used to it, to people being so friendly. Mm -hmm. But it's a nice thing to be around people that you don't have to watch your back because they're going to rob you or some shit. Mm -hmm. It is that security part of it is very nice. I feel safe living here. Mm -hmm. I don't have to look over my back. I've dropped my phone multiple times and people have given it back to me. Right. Which is very odd to me. Like, you remember how it used to be? We would go to the bar and you walk outside and just leave your phone? Mm-hmm. Like, Kirk, what are you doing? I'm leaving my phone here. Why are you doing that? Because. Someone's going to take it. No, they're not. I know, but. The, I wouldn't just leave it anywhere. I would leave it in places where I feel secure. I'm from Detroit. You don't, it ain't no places Yeah, like but that. this isn't Detroit. I know, but it's and still. And neither was Catalina. So, I mean. Yeah. That's true. But Catalina, you still get your shit wrapped there. No. You don't think so? No. I just don't trust it. I, I, If I was ever at the locker room or the Marlin Club or Luau Larry's or any of those places like that, you wouldn't, wouldn't I would leave word. my phone. Yeah. 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 
Mm-mm. That way, they a they know that you're coming back, right? True. That's uh, why you leave your jacket, not your phone. No, you leave your phone too. I used to anyway, unless I was talking on it. But yeah. And then now, if you've got your headphones, somebody takes your phone, you can hear them. You can hear them take it because they leave your signal. Mm-hmm. Somebody stole my phone. It's yeah. that guy right there. I saw him. See? So. Yeah, I left mine in 7-Eleven one time, and I had the headphones connected. Mm-hmm. And so the uh, it started fading out, and I'm like, Start checking my pockets, phone, phone. Then I went back, and nobody even like paid attention to the fact I left it. I just picked right. it back up and walked out. Right. Like so, that's pretty cool. So mm-hmm. I do feel safe here. Um, people are nicer. It's a nice uh place to live in. It's not the worst. Mm-hmm. It's a little quirky and a little weird, but I don't know. What you think? It's it's fine. Yeah. I think that uh. There's there's a protest brewing here. Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I haven't saw any big over ones the lately. Light? That could be that could <laughs> over that light over there. That could definitely be one. Oh, maybe <laughs> it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah. Oh, then they just I, blocked off some of the streets too. They're blocking off streets now. So that's that that light we talk about all the time. It was all it was all backed up, right? Because mm-hmm. now it creates a, a traffic jam back there. And there was uh, an officer, and we're walking across the street, and we hear whoop whoop, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And we hear whoop whoop, and then uh, the police just drove by, and then that was it. Yeah, he, he just, was he used the siren to get to over get, to on get through people the, because the lights having an issue for him, right? He's not he's not trying to get anywhere. He didn't zoom off as if he was, you no, know. No, he just don't like pursuit. that he had to wait for that light. Right. And he went, whoop, whoop. <laughs> and we were like, what? What's going on? Nothing. Nothing's going on. He was, that light <laughs> is creating a problem. It's creating issues. It's we got to do something about this light. Sometimes it's backed up <laughs> all the way down to the. Uh, to Tukey's Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like, what is happening? Sometimes I can't even cross the street by my house because the traffic is so jam-packed. And then no one, so when you make that left, but then, you know, you make that left in the right corner right there, Mm -hmm. there ain't no provision for that. So, like, the light facing the person that's turning is green, Mm -hmm. but the light for the people going from the opposite direction is red. So what would you do? Stop in the middle of the intersection and and wait on that light to turn red? No one's doing that. It's not a... It's horrible. They didn't think it out very well. It's horrible. I don't know what's going on. It's the worst. Well, the intersection was built weird. Right. First off, that whole situation is weird by itself, but it seemed like people were doing a lot better than what... With With the stop signs. On then, either side of the street. Than what it is now. Than what it is now, yeah. Yep. We'll have to figure it out. Yep. Well, I think this is uh, the end. Yep. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Sweet Gravy Podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com. Also, check us out on YouTube. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.